Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win it! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane. Dumps it out the horse. Packs it for three! Yeah! yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Got it! step back and kiss myself! Oh my gosh, it's over! Windy City Assassin does it again! Surprise, the Bulls got a draft pick last night. It was a second-round pick. He still got in the draft, and they drafted a guy out of Tennessee. We know about those former Tennessee players who played for the Bulls, mm-hmm. right? We're going to dive into Julian Phillips's game and a really interesting undrafted free agent signing coming up on a special episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Network presented by BetOnline.ag. I'm your host, Nick Schultz, alongside my partner, former Bulls bench Bob member and proud Tennessee ball, C.J. Watson. C.J., another one of your own coming to Chicago, second-round pick Julian Phillips. I mean, that's got to be exciting. Have another Vol go to Chicago. Yeah, it's definitely fun. Hopefully the city, you know, welcomes them with open arms, you know, and just show them the same uh, love that they showed me. Uh, got a great player in them. I think he's going to be a good player down the line. Yeah, we're going to – there's a lot of – there's some good, there's some bad. You know, it's kind of a mixed bag. It's second-round pick, so you're not going to get your – you're not getting Victor Wembayama. Sorry. Yeah. I know it's a surprise <laughs> to everybody that the Bulls didn't get Victor Wembayama in the second round. But, you know, Julian Phillips brings a lot to the table. We're going to do a full breakdown – after I tell you about our great sponsor, BetOnline.ag, BetOnline remains your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's B-L-E-A-V. Get that 50% bonus at Bet Online. It's where the game starts. Don't forget, too, we have an official T-shirt of our show, Jordan Pippen 98, the Last Dance campaign-style T-shirt, exclusively at shop.believe.com. There's a lot of great stuff there to support the rapidly growing list of shows on the network. The official shirt of our program, though, Jordan Pippen 98, the Last Dance, shop.believe.com. Links in my Twitter and Instagram bios if you want to support the program. Thank you for checking us out wherever you're listening to us or watching us, Fubo TV, TuneIn, Cumulus, YouTube, your favorite podcast platform. We are grateful you are here with us for, as I said, a very special edition because the Bulls got a draft pick, traded a couple second rounders to get there, but they still, number 37 overall pick took Julian Phillips, a forward out of Tennessee, Rocky Top, Tennessee. You know, I covered Tennessee this year for on three. Watched a lot of Tennessee games. Julian Phillips was not their, like, number one guy, but I thought he was still solid, you know, good defensive presence. I mean... What do you think of using a second-round pick on a guy like Julian Phillips? I mean, I like it. Uh, I think he's going to definitely be down more down the line. He's going to be like a 3-and-D guy. Uh, he's definitely athletic, uh, definitely has the length to, you know, cause uh, cause havoc on the defensive end. So uh, they definitely think he needs to improve on his ball handling, uh, improve on his jump shot, which I hope uh, will come. But uh, I think he's it's definitely a good pick, and uh, he's going to be a good swingman for the Bulls. Like this guy played for Rick Barnes. We've talked a lot about Rick Barnes' system on the show. Yeah. Defense first. He's a de- yeah. his defense is great. Like he's going to be a good presence. You know, he played around the rim more than maybe people thought he would as a freshman, but he was still SEC yeah. all freshman team. Like yeah. this guy, all freshman team in the SEC is not easy to do. And this is the not year that all. Brandon Miller was in the league too. <laughs> like, I mean, you got yeah. Brandon Miller, Nick Smith, Anthony Black. I mean, they, they were all SEC guys. I missed a few too. Like, 
Julian Phillips isn't jumping off the page here with a shooting. 40% from the field, 30% from three. If he's going to be that three and D guy, that 30%, and, and I'm rounding up, it was 28, 28 point something. Yeah. Like, you, that's got to improve right away because the Bulls' biggest need was shooting, so they went out and got yeah. a guy who struggles from three. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's to be his main focus this, uh, this summer, you know, in summer league and stuff like that is knocking down that three, knocking down mid-range pull-ups. And um, like I said, he can get to the basket, get to the rim. Uh, I would like to see him, like, more more in transition, but also just being able to knock down that shot because, like you said, that's what the Bulls need right now. And he wants to play. Obviously, defense will help him get on the court, but you still got to make open shots when the guys are Jamar and Zach and Butcher getting double teamed. Well, and the other thing, too, with that three-point number, spacing the floor is going to be important. Yeah. I don't know how he's going to impact floor spacing. Like, this pick, yeah. I get second-round pick. You want to develop him, and he's going to need some work. But I don't know how that's going to help with the need that you needed. Yeah, I don't know either. But like, hopefully, you know, like I said, hopefully that front office has something up their sleeves and, uh, you know, they can figure something out and get some more and more shooting for the Bulls. But uh, for, for right now, this is what we got to go with. <laughs> well, and the thing is, the shooting is there. He shot 82% from the free throw line. He got there a lot, by the way. This guy, he lived yeah. at the free throw line. Like, yeah. he can he can shoot from the free throw line. It's a matter of, okay, let's get that to the jump shot now. And that, there's that's, is that an easy fix? Is that going to take some time, or does it kind of depend? Yeah, it's going to take some time. Like I said, he's going to spend long hours in the gym. Uh, like I said, he's going to have a lot of time, hopefully, to work on it in summer league work on those things that he needs to, uh, you know, get better. And uh, hopefully then after that, just going into training camp. But it's definitely going to take some time. It's not going to be a quick fix, I feel like. It's going to be maybe a, a year or two years at the, at the, at the most. Yeah, because not all second-round picks, Ryo Desumu, where they come in right away and they'll start. Like, Julian Phillips is not going to be a starter on this yeah, team. Yeah. Even even if they make a move somewhere, they, he's a, he'll probably play the three, I'm guessing. You can probably throw him to the four, but he'd probably be a three, I'd say, off the bench. Like, he's, what, six, seven, I think. So yeah. he's not going to be your Patrick Williams type, your six nine guy who's long with big hands. Like he's three four type of deal, but he's not going to yeah. start. That's why you need to develop him. And they they got this new director of player development they're talking about, who's a shooting coach. And a, a shooting coach isn't going to fix him overnight. But either way, you know maybe this could fill the role of Derek Jones Jr. Derek Jones Jr. declined his player option, which is surprising because he said he was going to he was going to opt in in April. Right. <laughs> declined his player option. Now you've got another guy coming in. And Julian Phillips, who maybe could fill that role off the bench and make an impact? Yeah, I think so. He definitely has a kind of like a Derrick Jones type of game, I feel like. Uh, maybe not as super athletic as Derrick Jones, but he definitely can do the same things he could. Uh, like I said, be a be a pest on defense, you know, maybe be able to switch off on one through four, um, like you said. But I think the big thing is, like you said, just making that op- open shot when guys are getting double teamed, um, and getting to the free throw line. I think he can get to the basket with the best of them, just can you finish at the basket against this NBA NBA talent and Lynn, and then uh, being able to knock down that open jumper. Making the open jumper is going to be huge because I have no doubt on defense he's going to make the biggest difference because I, I, yeah, I say yeah. again, the guy played for Rick Barnes. He can play defense. I, they were what, yeah, top yeah. 10, maybe top five Ken Palm defense this year. A lot of a lot of defense at Tennessee right now. Offense yeah. depends on the day. Uh, but like he, <laughs> he's going to be a good defender, and if you want to yeah. – it, with the way this team is made up right now, you still got no shooting. Maybe adding some extra defensive helps not a bad thing, but you still got to be able to score. So it's an interesting balance. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think if, you know, if you're going, going out to get more defensive guy, I guess, I guess that just puts more pressure on, on Zach and Vooch and, uh, and DeMar. So just more shots for them, I feel like. And I'm sure they're not complaining about that. So they just got to put the ball in the basket more efficiently. And uh, like the other guys just got to step up and, and score where they can. I'm definitely intrigued to see how Julian Phillips fits in. That free throw number is big, though, because that was 
one of the things before the Bulls got to Mar, they were like, I think they were dead last in free throw attempts. So maybe mm-hmm. another guy who can get to the line and just translate that free throw shot to a jump shot. Like it's, it sounds more simple than it is, but that's the biggest key to his success is find that jumper. Dale and Terry had a similar thing, had trouble yeah. with a jump shot. Didn't make much of an impact last year. People are drawing comparisons between these two. And I actually think Dale and Terry is kind of the, I've used this analogy before that I saw from the, one of the Bulls beat writers. He's a puppy dog trying to grow into his feet. Julian Phillips doesn't seem like that type. Now he can jump out of the building. He had the highest vertical at the combine. So that's something he's maybe got to get used to the speed of the game. But to compare to Dale and Terry, I'm not sure the comparisons there from a jump shot standpoint. Yeah, I think he kind of reminds me of more of a guy like uh, Herbert Jones, kind of like a defensive minded guy. Like that, his offense is, you know, comes in spurts here and there. Uh, mostly scores in transition and gets to the free throw line. So I think his his game kind of reminds me of that a little bit. But uh, like I said, I don't, I don't really see the Dalen Terry uh, reference. Not yet, but uh, more so Herbert Jones for me. I like that. That's, that's a good one. And I, I think we'll see. I'm hoping Dalen Terry is going to play in the summer league, too. So maybe we'll see both of these guys in Vegas and. What happens yeah. there? Now, there's an undrafted free agent that came out after the draft last night. And this is, I saw this come over from Shams, and this is a two-way deal. My first thought was, I like this better than the Julian Phillips pick. Adama Sonogo, big guy out of UConn, signed a two-way deal. Now, as part of the new collective bargaining agreement, you can have three two-way players. So you've added Adama Sonogo, final four most outstanding player. He's a huge presence down low. I think you might have gotten your backup big guy down the road yeah yeah, I like this guy a lot when I was watching the tournament I loved his game uh his physicality uh his touch around the rim uh he was able like uh to switch on on guards you know and not really maybe not get beat by or blown by but you know just get a stop and I think that's all you really need in the NBA is to get a good contest and uh other than that I think he can be somewhat a really good player down the line he's a big body uh learn from guys like Booch and Drummond so I think I, I like this before Shopify were you wondering where are my sales at now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. A lot. Yeah, especially on a two-way deal. Like, I mean, we were talking before yeah, we yeah. started recording here. Like, you can have him. You've got Drummond for another year. If Drummond decides to walk after this year, which I think he will, I don't see a reason why you bring him back. Yeah. Then, you, then you've got a backup big guy because he's. I don't think he's going to be your starting caliber, at least not yet, not at this stage. But depending on what direction you go with center, what happens with Vooch, I think Adama Sanogo is the type of guy that's a good guy to have on the bench. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, he's very reliable, I feel like, uh, you know, well-coached in college, and so his structure and his system is there. So, if anything, you're, you're definitely going to get production out of him, and uh, that's that's all you really can ask for for a backup center. He's also effective shooting. I think he shot 60%. He can rebound with anybody, and he played that Final Four. It was during Ramadan. He was fasting yeah. <laughs> during the Final Four. Like, he, was, it's impressive what he did, yeah. and he wasn't eating because it was fasting. Like, it's amazing. So, he's I, I like that pickup a lot. And like I said, Julian Phillips might turn out to be good. Second round pick, develop him. I think he might even have a higher upside from like an offensive standpoint. But Adama yeah. Sonogo is going to be your big guy, your bully ball, and see yeah. what he does between Windy City and Chicago. I'm keeping an eye on that. 
Yeah, yeah, me too. It's definitely going to be a good one. Just like I said, to go get that experience in the G League and then also come up and to the NBA and get that same experience, you know, and uh, it's going to be good for, it's going to be a good practice guy also for Pooch to go against a big body for him to bang against, you know, and stuff like that. So I like that pick a lot and it's going to be even more productive, like I said, because he's on the two-way contract. Now, and this was before two-way deals because that's only been the last, what, three, four or five years, maybe. You took the undrafted route to the yeah. NBA. So what's kind of the key there to finding success and latching on with a team somewhere? Uh, just finding, finding yourself. I feel like I, I kind of, you know, came on at the, at the right time. Uh, uh, people just told me I needed to score more and uh, I just had a good fit uh, with the Warriors uh, up and down system, a system that I love playing in. Uh, so I think it's all about just finding that right system for you, but also just finding yourself and continuing to get better each and every year. Now, did you play both G League and the NBA? I don't remember how the contracts worked. No, no it wasn't. There was no two-way contracts back in 2008. It seems like a long time ago, so I'm kind of aging myself. But <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it was just only the D League, and I think I was like the okay. 100th call-up ever in the, in the history of a call-up. So it was definitely a fun time, and uh, definitely, you know, uh, goes by fast, though. <laughs> right. So you had it where you didn't split time with the NBA. Now you've got a guy who can do that. I just think this is going to yeah. be impressive. I, I don't want to say – Whoever has the higher upside is up for debate, depending on what style of basketball you like. And I, I think from, right, a, yeah. if it, from an instant impact standpoint, wouldn't surprise me at all if Adama Snogo gets a little run if, let's say, Drummond gets hurt. And the big thing to watch yeah. with him, what's going to go on with Vucevic? What's going on with right, his free yeah. agency? Are the Bulls going to bring him back? Arturis in his, his post-draft press conference talked again about the desire to bring back Vooch, which, okay, may, there's been rumors of a hometown discount maybe. But with, with Vooch, that's going to be one of the first things to watch this offseason, along with who's getting traded because somebody's right. got to get traded if you're going to make yeah. all this money work. Cause he's extending qualifying offers to Iota Sumo and Kobe white who wants to bring back Vooch. You, you don't have any money right now. And he's talking about adding shooting our <laughs> tourists. You've got no money. So you've got to, right. something's got to happen. So and to bring it back full circle here, you do have Adama Sonogo who you can maybe throw in a few games down. He can't play all 82 on the two-way contract, right. but with that depth, Vooch's contract is going to be huge to determine how the rest of these young guys kind of fit in. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's going to be interesting to see how they all make it work. And, uh, you know, they all, everyone has these goals, you know, going into the offseason. And uh, really, some of those goals are really minimal, like you just said, because they don't have any money. So it's going to be interesting to see how he can make it work, make it figure it all out, and then put a good product on the court and then and get a good roster for, uh, for Coach Donovan. So it's going to be uh, interesting to see how it all works out. Hopefully, Vooch stays and, uh, you know, try to get a, a better better team and better makeup around those, you know, your big three players. Now, there's reporting out there from, I think it was Darnell Mayberry at The Athletic, that Arturis has the quote-unquote green light to do what he sees fit. I guess that includes the luxury tax, which if he didn't have the green light on the luxury tax before, I got questions. <laughs> because that's just, when you don't have any money, you've got to right. go into the luxury tax. And it's a matter of how much Mr. Reinsdorf wants to go into the luxury tax. Apparently, Arturis has the green light to do what he wants. So you need shooting. You did not address it in the draft with Julian Phillips. Now, maybe I could be wrong. Maybe he could develop into this 3 and D guy that you think he could be. I could see that, too, if he can develop that three-point shot. Patrick Williams developed a three-point jumper. Like, maybe yeah. he could. I don't think he was 30% from three in college, though. But, you know, if that happens, you, you've addressed the need. As it sits right now, you did not address that need. So, in free agency, you've got a balance here. You can't overspend, but you've got to do something because – running it back just does not seem productive at this point. Yeah. 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 Everyone's, you know, in the in NBA, everyone's trying to get to that championship. They want to hold up that trophy and every year, everyone's trying to get better uh, to improve their roster. So, and then the Bulls really didn't do that during the 
um, trade deadline uh, last year. So he can't sit on his hands again. He has to somehow pull a rabbit out of the hat this time and, you know, and uh, shut guys like us up. <laughs> so uh, and make this make this team better. So I think uh, hopefully he you know does that. And that means going into luxury tech. That's, that's just what what it means. He can shut me up. If he wants to shut me up, I'm all for it. Like, that's fine. I'm sure there are people listening going, man, would you shut up already? Like, right. yeah, I'm glad yeah. I got your download, first of all. But yeah, I'm. <laughs> he can shut me up. But I have a crazy stat here to, to illustrate how quiet the Bulls have been over the last two years. Yeah. The Bulls traded a couple second-round picks to get the number 37 pick from Washington. Do you know when their last trade was of any kind? No. August 28, 2021. It was a Lowry wow. market and sign and trade. <laughs> it's been almost two years since they made a trade. Wow. <laughs> I cannot believe that's, it. Yeah, that's, that's not good for success. <laughs> no, I understand wanting to run it back. I understand continuity. That's too much continuity in yeah, today's yeah. game. So much has changed since then. Yeah, for sure. Yes. <laughs> and our co host is back, I see. <laughs> Say hello. Wave. Now she just want to jump on and talk some draft. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> give, give her take on the draft. <laughs> yeah. Does she want a job in the front office somewhere? <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not saying the Bulls are looking, but they could always use another voice. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> and, and they don't want my voice. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> when I'm sitting there listening to the press conference last night, they don't want my voice. Right, there. yeah. <laughs> but, but uh, I mean, I would have made a trade within the last two years. I don't know what I would have done, but it would have been more than almost – two whole years since my last trade. Like, I think this right. is going to be an active off season too. across the league. is kind of the sense. Like, yeah. I think it's gonna be an off season of trades free agency. Who knows? But I, I, DeMar's due for an extension. I would trade him before I trade Zach, depending on the return yeah. draft capital. Doesn't matter now because I would right, want yeah. an instant impact. Now see what you can get. And someone's got to go. If you're going to make this work, that's just the reality. Yeah, you just got to make a move, man. You got to make the move for the best of the franchise. And uh, like I said, one of those guys probably has to go because uh, you can't – are you going to extend DeMar in, extend Booch, so, you know, and, and try to Please find don't. shooting and then try to find shooting, which I don't think is going to happen. So you got to get something back for DeMar if you can, uh, maybe some shooting to shore up that roster, and uh, hopefully that, that's what they do. Yeah, and we'll see what happens with Dame in Portland too. That's going to – it feels like Dame's going to be the next thing. Like, okay, yeah. the deal's been traded, the draft is over. And yep. Portland stand, stood pat, drafted Scoot Henderson, who I, I love yeah. Scoot Henderson. Like, I think that's a yeah. great fit in Portland. I still yeah. think Charlotte made the right decision taking Brandon Miller, number two. We'll talk about that next week. But, yeah. you know, Scoot and Portland, they got a lot of young guys. What's going to happen with Dane? That's going to yep. kind of set the market, I feel like. And free agency is, I think, a week away now is when they can start negotiating. So it's good. I call it silly season right now. Yeah, We're yeah. getting into silly season. And who knows where the soap opera that is the NBA offseason is going to go next. Yeah, yeah, we don't know. You know, all we can do is just stand pat. You know, have those Walsh bombs, and those sham bombs ready to. Uh, to <laughs> I got to notifications just, on. Yeah, yeah, just be surprised and be shocked. You know, uh, but I know it's definitely going to happen. So, uh, just waiting for it. Yeah, it's a hurry up and wait at this point. So uh, we're going to go yeah. ahead and say goodbye. We're going to wrap up today's episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Network presented by betonline.ag. Use that promo code BLEAV, a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. And buy our shirt, Jordan Pippen, 98 The Last Dance, campaign style shirt, shop.believe.com. Thank you for checking us out, Fubo TV, YouTube, TuneIn, Cumulus, Apple, Spotify, wherever you might be listening or watching us. We are grateful you became a part of today's special show reacting to the NBA draft. Did not think we'd be doing one of these, but here we are. Uh, we'll be back on schedule here Tuesday, previewing free agency, where our tourist Carnival show says the Bulls are going to miraculously find some shooting. 
I don't know if it's going to happen, but, you know, either way, CJ, we got a lot to talk about here the next few weeks. Yeah, yeah, going to be exciting a couple weeks and uh, just see what they do. All right, well, we will go ahead and wrap up today. Uh, have a good rest of the weekend. We'll see you back here Tuesday, back on our normal schedule. And, yeah, enjoy following what's next in the NBA. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.